Wondering why you're not further along when it comes to creating the impact you know you're meant to? The guides and I would love to shine a light on why it feels like you're missing the mark. In Highest Contribution Audit, you'll partner with the guides and me to diagnose the disconnect in your highest divine assignment. We'll take a look at what's working and not working in your current path of success, pinpoint what's keeping you from gaining traction, and channel a personalized action plan to help you flip the script. Feeling the energetic nudge to vibe into the details? Head to the show notes to learn more. Welcome to the Seven Figure Spiritual Leader with Danielle Rama Hoffman, your fast track to partner with Source to create your legacy business without overworking. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Divine Leader, welcome to this episode on embodying higher frequencies, musings from the Camino 2022. And I am just back from a three-week pilgrimage where my beloved husband, Friedemann, and I hiked 500 kilometers of the Camino which took us to the foot of the Pyrenees. So for those of you in the States who go by miles, that's about 310 miles. And I love recording a podcast right after I have done a segment of the Camino because it's just such a beautiful experience a timeout to unplug, to be in nature. So if you're vibing with this subject, the Camino, you may also want to check out my episode on stopping business as usual from my experience of hiking the Camino in 2021. Now, I was really called to tie this hike, this pilgrimage to the topic of embodying higher frequencies, because that was one of my personal focuses during this 500 kilometers. And part of what the guides are really starting to talk about more and more and more. And uh, we have a new program coming out in 2023. I'm not going to talk about it yet, but it's very exciting. It's all about really attuning our physical bodies to higher frequencies to, to be vessels, uh, of higher consciousness. And, you know, I've been hanging out in the spiritual community for some decades now. And I remember for myself where I began to recognize that the body was such an important part of being able to connect with higher frequencies, embody higher frequencies, and really evolve my consciousness and our clients and that spiritual advancement in a way that was sustainable. And I remember a particular pivotal moment because I had wanted to be more active. I was really active as a kid and played basketball and volleyball and rode horses. And, you know, and then I got on the yoga mat and and was really into yoga. And I remember in about 2004, 2003, 2005, something like that, that I just was really feeling this call to move my body. And I, and I tried things and different exercise things and, 
and, and nothing was really sticking. And part of the reason why nothing really stuck was because I didn't have it tied to a why that mattered to me. Like I didn't care about wearing a bikini on the beach or, uh, you know, something like that. Not to say that, that, that can't be motivating for some individuals yet for me, it wasn't yet. I, I'm always very committed to my mission and my purpose and, and really being the, the most optimal, clear channel and, uh, strong leader. And so when I really connected and recognized that actually moving my body and in a sense, embodying higher frequencies was, was my why then I really kicked in and I did triathlons and the rest is history. So what you may not know about me is that I really am an avid mover of my body. I, I feel best when I'm moving at least one to two hours a day and I run and I hike and I ride horses and I have a, a rebounder trampoline I love and do yoga and Pilates and all, all the things. And I really see that movement, the embodiment piece, embodying higher frequencies as something that can often be overlooked in the spiritual community where there can be a focus on meditation, a focus on the higher planes. And, and yet there's a disconnect. And that's also why the guides and I are so passionate about applying higher consciousness to the physical plane to really be able to recognize and demonstrate what you know in the higher planes in your daily life, what we've talked about before on the podcast about everyday enlightenment and why I also love creating, creating books, creating programs, manifestation of relationships and health and money, because it's also a way that we get to be in the seat of being a creator being. And so in addition to that, you may not have known that about me in terms of the, the movement being such a core part of my spiritual practice, you may also not know about me that I, I really love immersions. I love uh, intense experiences where there's more that's called out in me and our clients than we thought was possible or that we may be up to on a daily basis. So for example, playing games like scribing a book with source in 24 hours, or I remember when I first uh, got my horse, I went on a five day horseback riding uh, trip through the country. And I realized like, wow, the bond that I created with my horse in that five days was so much more than if I would have had a riding lesson once a week or twice a week for a year. So both are important. I feel like the consistency uh, of how we are in our everyday lives and, and regular touch points, if we keep with that example of the horse, riding my horse once a week or twice a week or whatever it ends up being. And then also those immersion experiences. And, and so when we're in those immersion experiences, what I really love about it 
is that it calls forth more of us and we are multi-dimensional beings. And so there's more that's going on than what the guides speak of as our BMEs, our body, mind, emotion filters, and especially the slower vibrational filters, which brings me to the Camino. And so as I shared, one of my focuses was really about embodying higher frequencies. And it's an amazing experience to be hiking for 30 kilometers a day, 35 kilometers a day. I think we did an average of like 25 kilometers and also be with others that are on a path and hiking uh, the, the Camino together because you can just see the BME filters at work. I'm pretty sure I wasn't alone where there was a moment where my big, beautiful brain, my, my slower vibrational filters was saying, what the heck am I doing? Why am I not at home in my comfortable bed? Really enjoying like this kind of, what was I thinking moment? And, and I saw that with pretty much everyone (laughs) that we came across that there was some kind of a, a slower vibrational thinking pattern of what was I thinking? Why am I doing this to myself? Um, And there can also be this whole, like my feet hurt, you know, will I have enough energy? Can I do this? So this kind of doubting energy or this, this distraction kind of energy, which is not a high vibrational thought. And, and so one of the ways that we embody higher frequencies is to really create this coherency, not only in our body, mind, and emotions, yet also with our divine selves and our multidimensionality. And so just like if you've seen or or read the messages from water, where there are all those images taken of water, where there's a beautiful word like love on it. And the, the water has this beautiful crystalline image that's very coherent. It's very resonant. And maybe also you've seen like if it had hate on it, that there would be a distorted image of the, of the water molecule that that's also happening within our systems. Now, don't freak yourself out about it or get obsessed because there's all these kind of uh, divine order safety mechanisms put in place where we can think slower vibrationally or have slower vibrational emotions or slower vibrational body sensations like my feet hurt or... uh, whatever those things are without it creating an incoherence in our, in our physical embodiment. However, if we want to consistently embody higher frequencies, shedding the BME filters is inevitable. And what the guides talk about is bringing them into a place of completion is so important. And 
really practicing presence, practicing really being in this higher vibration, connected to source in a space of neutrality. And this is, you know, I've been leading the evolution in consciousness for a long time and have a lot of hours in it. And of course, there's still my spiritual leading wave, spiritual leading edge where the slower vibrational thoughts, feelings, and emotions come up and to, and I, and I played a a fun game this time too, where I really just gave myself permission to not really be looking at the clock and to be disconnecting from, from that, like what, even what day it is or what kilometer I was on or what time it was to, to also dehabituate, if that's a word, uh, to, to break those habitual ways of operating of like, okay, it's noon, I've got to eat, uh, or unplugging from the phone or like, as it having an online business that there can be that, well, I've got to be connected. Well, no, really, I don't. <laughs> like the business is running smoothly. Things are in place. Clients are are getting what they need. I have a team. Um, so, so with that, it was also very interesting what the guides often talk about how as we're living more in unity consciousness and we're embodying more and more higher frequencies, it can be disorienting. It can be like we are in the middle of the ocean without any reference points, without seeing the, the horizon. And, and then the monkey mind starts to kick in. And it was such a beautiful experience to recognize like, okay, in any given day, all that I needed to do was hike from one place to the next one focus so elegantly simple and it was also just such a joy to be so well taken care of and I have such great appreciation for everyone along the path that was going shopping and making the food and changing the sheets and uh, my beloved Friedemann as well who who was organizing a lot of, you know, where we stayed. And so I really could just go into these higher states of consciousness and, and be in the flow and let go of some of those anchors and orientation points of 3d linear time and, and all of those kinds of things. And so I knew in the day I would walk for sure. <laughs> I knew in the day I'd carry my backpack for sure. I knew in the day I would take a break. I would eat like all these things would happen. And it was really interesting in the beginning to kind of see how the body was resisting. And like, I would want to stop and tie my shoes or loosen my shoes, or I would want to stop and adjust my backpack, or there would be this kind of uh, idea of, well, if I stop, then I'm going to move out of discomfort. And by the by the end or in the middle, or at some point, I really got to this point. It's like one of the original Akashic records that Tove talks about is this moment is as good as any other moment. And I really got to this point where it was like, this moment is as good as any other moment. And, and I was playing with that. And my system was like, 
Um, you know, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like a good higher spiritual principle, but like, no, your feet hurting or being tired, or it was 95 degrees out, whatever the, the, the conditions were, didn't seem as optimal as having a picnic or resting. Yeah. I was really rewiring and repatterning the system to be like, yeah, this moment is as good as any other moment. And I can rest while walking. I'm multidimensional. So a part of me, this is one of the musings, a part of me can be resting while walking. And yes, I may be hungry in this now moment. I'm going to eat. It's not like this was uh, 24 hours of hiking. It was more just day hiking. And so there was such a shedding of all these overlays and all these patterns. And, and that's really, as we're looking at evolving our, our consciousness and embodying higher states of consciousness, in my experience, it's not shedding the BME filters, the body, mind, emotion, slower vibrational filters, which we do work on very deeply in our divine light activation program, which we have coming up. We also, uh, have a, a, a masterclass and introduction where you can do one of the divine light activations, the visionary heart as a standalone, uh, kind of, a explore it before you, you know, if it's aligned for you to do the full 24 hour, 24, uh, divine light activation sequence or not to embody yourself as a light being incarnate, but we really go into detail about the completing of, the body, mind, and emotion, slower vibrational filters, and not in a way of ignoring them because they still provide important information yet to really be coming from our multidimensionality. And so I had so many more experiences of this getting to what was underneath that and getting to what was underneath that and to this beautiful presence of, of seeing the landscape of not thinking about the past or the future or not scheming. When am I going to eat or when am I going to stop or where are we staying or, you know, any of those kinds of things to really like, wow, one step after another, one step after another. And there was such a momentum that began to build where it became natural to take that next natural step. And in my spiritual evolution, the next natural step that I'd been up to for a while, yet really in a more concentrated way, is attuning the physical body to higher frequencies, the embodiment piece where we're embodying higher frequencies. So I would invite you to really just take a few moments here and notice what sparked for you from these musings of the Camino. Now, of course, there's so much more that I could talk about, and yet there's also the vibrational transmission uh, of the experience. So you may be picking up on also 
what hasn't been spoken about that you're, that you're resonating. And, and then to see based on what that's sparking, maybe it's a deepening of your why, or it's an invitation to say, yes, okay, I'm not going to let these slower vibrational thoughts, feelings, and emotions drive me. Cause I also noticed it was really interesting about kind of the habits and I had really cleared my schedule and had my team handling everything. And there was just this one thing that kind of slid through the cracks. And I, I got a little bit engaged in this one work activity and, and, and it was just a, just a few minutes and, and, and yet it was like a few minutes every day. So I would start out like a few minutes every day and then I would notice I'd still be thinking about it. I'd still be thinking about it. I, and thinking can, can be a habit of the old paradigm. And, and I, I was one day I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be thinking about anything that's related to my, my work, my mission. Like this is a, a pilgrimage for me. This is a time to be, of course, it's all interconnected. Right. And, and it was like, almost like the cells were so used to be thinking about this subject in some way to be connected to my business in some way, which is also what we, we do in the divine light activation is to really have your mission. If you, if you're, maybe you don't have a business like I do yet, you have a mission, whether you're a stay at home mom or you're retired, or you have a career, uh, in whatever it is, you, you still have a mission yet to have your mission be activated as its own vibrational being of light an autonomous being. And yet what I began to notice was that it was reminding me a little bit of, you know, I've had different periods in my life where maybe I was eating a lot of sugar and then I just stopped eating sugar completely for very long periods of time. And, and, uh, and, and the cells were like, give me the sugar, give me the sugar. And it was almost like that same feeling with the thoughts around this particular subject of being engaged in some way with my identity as, uh, in this example, as a work identity. And it, it also could come up in other ways to think about relationships or, or um, you know, different, what was going on with our animals at home or just different subjects, whatever those were. And when I was like, no, I'm not going to think about it how the system was so habituated to think about it, that it would just pop in like whack-a-mole, you know, just like sprout up uh, without it. Like if I wasn't being really clear and really focused. And so you may also notice that as well, as you go about embodying higher frequencies there, the, the bridge to that, the pathway to that, one of them is that we, we, purge or we evolve from our habituated ways of being. And there was a little bit of a detox of thought patterns or emotional patterns, or uh, it may even be with, with body sensations. And, and that's one level of embodying higher frequencies as we're coming into greater coherence and we're, we're as ising, we're being present. Uh, if my body was saying, 
I'm thirsty, then I drink. So it's not like you're ignoring the filters of your body, your mind, your emotions. And the guides are always so clear about that. It's not about trying to release or get rid of, or even clear. It's just including it back into the wholeness and having it be in its right relationship as a council, as a, a part. So your body has a role and your mind, your beautiful mind has a role and your gorgeous emotions have a role from the slowest octave up to the highest octave. And yet for, for a lot of individuals, they're driving the bus. They're, they're driving the plane when they're, they're leading the council when it, when they should just be on call as needed for very specific situations. So as we're wrapping up here, I just want to honor where you are in your evolutionary stage in consciousness for it's perfect. It's not linear in my experience. It's very fractal and spherical and like a, a spiral where we may find ourselves circling back to something that we began earlier. as so I spoke about embodying higher frequencies in my journey around physical movement and uh, a different wave of it in, in the early 2000s and now it's 2022 and there's a, there's a continued wave of it. And, and so really honoring wherever you are on your evolutionary stage in consciousness and knowing that if you found your way to your pot, your way to this podcast, that there's a reason for that. And perhaps we have a divine appointment to work together in a more, in a, in a closer way. So there's lots of ways to do that. Again, I just want to mention the visionary heart masterclass is a great place. If you're just getting started, you can join our seven figure spiritual leader, Facebook community to keep the conversation going. And of course we have our divine light activation program that's beginning soon. If you're feeling called to dive in a bit deeper and really have the support in turning off the old ways of being and activating this new paradigm way of living where you're living as your light being incarnate self. So wherever you are, inviting you to acknowledge that, celebrate that, and to, as we're wrapping up here, just contemplate what is your biggest gem from this podcast. All right. Sending much love and appreciation. Thanks for tuning in today. Join in the conversation over at the Seven Figure Spiritual Leader Facebook group, sending you much love and appreciation for your contribution to the evolution in consciousness. 